Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are on a night, on a very interesting night, where we had so much news just bombarded at my Twitter feed. And I'm trying to decide, holy shit, where can I go? What can I even talk about? And then I thought, you know what? Challenge accepted. I'm going to talk about everything and anything that's going on today in the world of comic books. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Hashtag so much shit going on. We're going to talk about Constantine. We're going to talk about Warner Brothers. We're going to talk about fucking Stargirl. We're going to talk about so much shit. Now, in the span of 15 to 20 minutes, there are going to be some points that I'm going to get to that's the longest. Other points, I'm just going to keep it short, sweet, and simple. So, bear with me like anything else. All of that plus our superhero quote of the day, some announcements to make. But first, like we always do about this time... Even though it's a quick time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? And today, this episode gives a shoutout to Jorge Masvidal. That's right, due to the fact that Gilbert Burns, the challenger for the welterweight championship at UFC 251, is now canceled because of his positive test of COVID. Jorge Masvidal now steps up on six days notice to challenge Kamaru Usman for the welterweight championship of the UFC taking place at Abu Dhabi this Saturday night. Be there or be triangular. Actually, you can't be there because it's all the way in fucking Carajo land all over there. But you know what? It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a fun time. If you want to see UFC 251 main event, Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masvidal co-main event, you got Max Holloway. Facing off against the champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. And of course, the third title fight, Peter Jan versus Jose Aldo. Three title fights, three epic fights, possibly going to all end by decision. But you know what? It's a night of fights that you won't forget. UFC 251, congrats to Jorge Masvidal for getting the shot. He is the BMF for the reason. The baddest motherfucker. UFC 251, go see it. I'm most likely not going to see it because I have to go to sleep early for work the next day. But you know what? I can always see it another time. As long as I don't open up my feed and spoil myself with the answers. That's just me. But now that we've got that shout out of the way, let's dive into so much shit going on. That starts right in a bit. You know, when I first heard about this news, it got me thinking back then. Back then to one of my favorite comic book movies ever. And it was around that time that I did not even think about it as a comic book movie, but more of an awesome supernatural thriller. I'm talking about Constantine 
from 2004 with Keanu Reeves. Do you guys remember that fucking movie? It was probably one of the, I'd say, more grounded comic book movies that I've ever seen ever in my life. Now, in order to draw comparisons here, and like I said, this is going to be a speed round going on, so I'm going to try my best not to get through so much time with this. But Keanu Reeves' Constantine is way different from Matt Ryan's portrayal of Constantine, especially from the TV show. Let's face it, Keanu Reeves is not charismatic, he's not as quippy, he's much more of a dick, but in a particular way, his character and his personality actually fits the tone of the movie very, very well. It's dark, it's more grounded, and it's more realistic. The stakes are high in this movie. Not to say that they weren't high in the TV shows, but for this one, it actually felt a little bit more personal. Because let's face it, in the movie, he's fucking dying. He's dying, and he's trying to buy his way into heaven. And the funny thing is, there are people around him that are saying, No, motherfucker, that's not how this shit works. So, I don't know why the fuck you keep on doing this. It's not gonna work this way. But, I guess I would have to do a looking back episode on Keanu Reeves' Constantine. And, for those of you that don't know, since I'm just spouting all of this out... Basically, there's going to be a new Constantine movie that's going to be coming out to HBO Max. And Keanu Reeves is possibly going to be the return. So, not only can this go in collaboration, which makes sense with the Zatanna movie that's in development, but apparently there might be a new Justice League Dark movie that's also going to be in development. And if Keanu Reeves is going to come back as Constantine for the DCEU, or another version of the DCEU, the DC... Dark Universe. Okay, you see what I did there? Yeah, you saw what I did there. Anyway, if Keanu Reeves come back, I think it would be phenomenal to everybody. Because Keanu Reeves is a fantastic actor. He's one of my favorites. From The Matrix to fucking John Wick. And so many other films that he was in. Keanu Reeves is fucking awesome. And he's still a homebody. He does what he does, and he takes passion in what he does. One of the best actors that I've ever seen on screen. Constantine was a great movie, and I think it resonates with me so much very well because, for one thing, I'm very nostalgic, and I tend to favor movies that has something to do with the supernatural when it comes to angels, demons, vampires, werewolves, you know, monsters or spiritual figures of something else. I don't know. There's something about those spiritual figures that I'm just drawn to it. To watch those things on screen, I can't help it. I'm drawn to it. I like it a lot. I haven't played video games that relates to it. You know, Legacy of Kane, Vampire Masquerade, Bloodborne, Vampire with the Y. Anything that has to do with angels, demons, vampires, and so on and so forth, I'm drawn to. And that's just me personally. So if Keanu Reeves comes back as Constantine and they do make a Justice League Dark film with him in it, it only makes me much more excited in terms of who's going to play Zatanna that much more. I can't fucking wait. Let's continue on with the next piece of news. We got Stargirl Season 2. Apparently, it's going to head over into the CW and not the DC Universe streaming service. Now, to some people, this may not seem like a big deal. Especially if you want to see a site, a, the CW site, where it's free, 
or if it gets aired and then it gets aired on the CW online site literally a day or a couple of days later or whatever the case may be. Now, me personally, I don't really care that much because I am seeing the Stargirl episodes on a weekly basis. And there are some people say that it's one of the greatest DC shows that they've ever seen. I disagree. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying maybe I'm not the right target audience for this because, yes, it has a lot to do with conflicting emotions, love, passion, confusion, teamwork, and all that other stuff that a regular superhero TV show is supposed to have. But for some odd reason, I guess I just want a little bit more. And I have no idea if this is gears towards young adults or if this gears towards an audience that actually cares much more about other characters that are not Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. So if it goes away from the DC Universe and goes on to CW, then chances are it's going to be part of the Arrowverse. Because let's face it, anything that's part of the CW is instantly going to be part of the Arrowverse. That's inevitable. Now, will the tone be the same? Or will it have much more of the romantic drama that the CW is known to have? Truthfully, I don't really know. That's in a way up to your discretion. I guess I'll say congratulations in being part of the CW, but now I'm noticing a little trend where more and more shows are stemming away from DC Universe and into CW. Swamp Thing was one of them, Stargirl is now the next one, and you might get other shows doing the exact same thing. I don't see Harley Quinn going to CW because let's face it, that's a TVMA rated show. It might go in conjunction with HBO Max, but not the CW. The reason why I'm a little concerned about this is because as more shows leave the DC Universe, what's going to be left? Is Warner Brothers now looking at this as just another streaming service which they might get rid of? And I'm really hoping they don't because I have a lot of comics that I saved there that I want to read and due to work and the podcast and my ideas for YouTube and everything else... I just don't have the time where I can enjoy myself to actually sit down and read them all little by little. So, Warner Brothers, if you're listening to this, chances are you're not. But if you're listening to this, please don't get rid of the streaming service. I love my comics. If you want to make it an all-comic book streaming service, I would still keep my subscription. I will not get rid of it. Because let's face it, that's a lot of hard copy comic books that I really don't have in my shelf. Next piece of news coming to us. Apparently, Xbox, or Microsoft to be exact, is interested in acquiring Warner Brothers Gaming Division. Now, for those of you that remembered, AT&T now owns Warner Brothers. They made that deal around 2018, and I believe they spent over $109 billion for this deal. Of course, all of it wasn't settled right away, or it was settled, but they still have a huge debt to pay. So now, AT&T is on the verge of trying to sell their video game development division, and now Microsoft wants to acquire it. So what does that mean for us? Well, put it this way. If you love games like Batman that's developed by Rocksteady or Mortal Kombat developed by NetherRealm, yeah, that won't be on PlayStation anymore. That'll be on Xbox. Now, I'm a PlayStation player. I've always had PlayStation, I've always been Team Sony, as far as I can remember. If you are a PlayStation person and you don't have the Xbox or you don't want the Xbox, this kind of screws you over. 
Now, if you're a Microsoft person, if you're an Xbox player, this is great news for you. Me personally, I don't like this. Because a lot of the games that belongs to PlayStation where you have Batman, you have Mortal Kombat, Harry Potter, Suicide Squad, Lego Batman, and all these other products that is owned by Warner Brothers, all of that will now go into a new division. All of that will now go into a new platform. And it fucking sucks. It really does. So, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. And I get that there are some cases where, well, I'm an Xbox player and I really want to play Spider-Man, and Spider-Man apparently belongs to Sony. Well, of course they do. It is their product. Sony owns Insomniac Games. So, of course, Spider-Man is going to stick to Sony. Not to mention, it is Marvel's Spider-Man for the PS4. That's the name of the game. So, I can understand that there was a lot of divisive thought in wanting to play a particular game that belongs to one console and not the other. And you can call me a hypocrite, you can call me Two-Face, you can call me whatever you want. Me personally, I don't want to see Batman go into Xbox slash Microsoft. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to spend money on a new gaming console with the exception of the PS5 that's coming in at the end of this year. That is the only time that I'm going to spend more money on for a new console. I don't want the Xbox. I don't want anything to do with Microsoft. I think their gaming products are kind of shit. Even though there are pros and cons with Sony and I get Sony has their problems too. I can't help it. I'm Team Sony. That's just who I am. I'm Team Sony. So it is what it is. Next piece of news, we got the Valkyrie actress, Tessa Thompson, saying that she's going to do whatever it takes for cool queer characters, quote-unquote, to have their representation in the MCU. Now, I'm not going to continue beating a dead horse over this, okay? So, I'm just going to quickly glance over this. This is in response to what Anthony Mackie said last week. That there needs to be more representation that goes on behind the scenes. More representation in terms of more people of color that actually works behind the scenes in terms of editing, producing, directing, production assistance, color correction, or whoever it is that's working on something behind the scenes. He wants more representation. Tessa Thompson wants more representation in front of the camera. She wants more representation for us to see. Now, in order to avoid a little bit of a rant here, and I understand where she's coming from, and Kevin Feige keeps on saying that he's going to focus more on diversity a lot more in his future films, just remember something, okay? And I want you to take this with an opened mindset. In the early 60s to the 2000s, maybe a little bit after, diversity in a particular way was represented quite well in those movies. Do you want to know why those movies were kind of successful back then as opposed to now? It's because back then, they never shoved diversity down our throats. They've never shown diversity so much to our faces like they're doing now. So, I want you to remember that very, very clearly. You take any movie that they had in the past, whether it's a black film, a Hispanic, fucking Asian, foreign films, horror, international, whichever the case may be, feminism, they all had representations of diversity. Why is it intolerable now besides then? Is because now they keep on shoving it to our faces. A good friend of mine said this to me, and I forgot where he got it from, but he said this to me, which I kind of agree with, or by kind of, I say mostly agree with. I am not mad that you have a vagina. 
I am mad that you keep telling me you have a vagina. So take that saying however you see fit. That's all I got to say about that. Last piece of news for the night comes to us where the Black Widow movie will see Scarlett Hansen pass the baton to Florence Pugh, or Puh. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name. The actress that is playing Yelena Belova, the Russian person, the Russian sister of Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. So apparently, she's already admitted and spoiled that this person is going to be the MCU's Phase 4's version of Black Widow. Which is kind of a shame, because I always thought she would die in this movie, which is the reason why Black Widow dyed her hair blonde. I thought it was remembrance to her. But, so much for that theory. She apparently will be passing on the baton, and she and Kevin Feige said that this is going to be perfect for her, because they see that she is a strong, committed human being, that she knows what she's doing, and she will take this as far as it goes. And all I gotta say to that is, alright. I have no choice but to take your word for it. We'll see what happens how she does. And hopefully she doesn't fuck it up. Because let's face it. Scarlett Johansson along with the other members of the Avengers and the cast. They set a very very high bar. Now I understand that Marvel Phase 4 is now going to follow new superheroes. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man and so on and so forth. They cannot drop the ball in whatever they're doing with Marvel Phase 4 and Phase 5 and any other phase that comes on after that. It might be the end. It might be a new who the fuck knows. They cannot drop the ball on this. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for supporting me. If you like what you hear, continue to follow and subscribe on Stitcher and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want to have a discussion, hit me up on OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. Very soon, this podcast, yep, I'm changing my mind again, this podcast will be on YouTube. The simple reason, I want to reach a wider audience. The UFC videos will come sometime this week. Hopefully, if I have the time for it, everything will go according to plan. Hopefully, if I have the time for it, then everything will go on smoothly. And that's pretty much it. So before we end this night off, let's go to our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from John Constantine himself. Keanu Reeves, John Constantine. I guess there's a plan for all of us. I had to die twice just to figure that out. Like the good book says, he works his works in mysterious ways. Some people like it, some people don't. My reaction to that is... Yes, God works in mysterious ways. It's like the good book says, that's been happening since the dawn of time. Just don't piss him off. Don't smoke 30 cigarettes a fucking day. And try, and try your best, not to piss any of the angels off from above. Because they have their vengeance too. Tune in Wednesday night where we will talk more about comic book news and anything related to the shows and movies. And always remember, if we hear about it, and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.